Welcome to the Stone Industry Podcast. Whether you're an experienced agent, new to the industry, a property manager or principal, join us in conversations with fellow industry peers. Stone Industry Conversations will bring you content to inspire and inform you on your journey in real estate. Well, thank you very much for joining us on the Stone Industry Podcast. I'm Peter Maloof and our special guest this morning is John Bradley Bradley from uh, Stone Aspley in Queensland. How's Brisbane this morning, John? Welcome. You're welcome, mate. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. No, not raining anymore, so it makes me happy. Yeah, it does make you happy. Well, here we are in February 2021, and uh, we really appreciate your time. I wanted to get straight into it, John. Um, you've been an agent for some years, and you've had phenomenal growth, really. We are, as I said, February 21. You're on track to do about one and a quarter million GCI this year. Um, last year, about a million. Year before, about 750. Year before that, around about six. So what you've had is about a 25% growth in your GCI year on year for about the last five years, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Which is pretty fantastic, really. What's the average sale price um, that, that you have, just for our listeners? So I think I've just nodged the seven fifty um, is my average sale price. So seven fifty thousand is the average sale price. Average commission in dollar terms would be what? Uh, it's about twenty five. Okay, so you're uh, you haven't got a bad average com. So you're really cranking out the deals year on year. What do you think uh, has been the biggest contributing factor to a twenty five percent growth rate year on year for five years? Most agents would kill for that kind of growth. Ooh, uh, well, I think. Building that momentum has probably been um, one of the biggest things, and again, something that um, I've learned from Tristan, my boss, the the um, my principal, the um, how to build on your momentum, how to build on your profile. You know, um, if you're doing ten sales a year, it, it's pretty hard to create that uh, that steamrolling profile and and presence that that brings you more 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 clients, more leads. Um, but when you're doing fifty a year and forty of them are in your core area. Um, it you know all of a sudden people start to see you and recognise you and and, and uh, your profile starts to build and steamroll and hopefully get better every year um, and obviously that's the, the plan. You're you're a pretty humble guy and and a pretty knockabout average you know sort of sort of person. You wouldn't class you as one of those arrogant or or egotistical high profile agents. So. You're, uh, you're the garden variety and you're a very approachable, um, authentic sort of a person. So how have you gone from, say, 10 or 15 deals a year to 20, 25, 50 deals a year? What is it that you've done to build your personal profile? So uh, I think a lot of that has actually come down to, I was chatting to you earlier about um, what I refer to as my triangle. <laughs> um, I used to uh, live over here in this, the area I sell in, so I live in my court area. Yep. Um, I, and then I, my office was on the south side of Brisbane, uh, and I was selling on the west side of Brisbane. Um, so it just the meeting clients has been getting to office meetings, and then trying to get home in time to see my family, and then everything else that goes with it. It just was wasn't working. Um, then obviously, we, when I, once I joined Tristan and Sam, and we moved an office, we we created an office together. Um, I was there from day one over here um, on this side of town. So. All, and then I started selling over here as well. So all of a sudden, I'm selling, living, and working all in the same area. Um, and I think that's a big part of it. You've, you've really got to, you know, Tristan called it going pro um, when I really knuckled down. You know, I, I've uh, done Taekwondo my whole life um, and uh, competed all over the world and coached all over the world. And, and uh, obviously, I still do it. Um, but 
uh, I used to teach uh, four nights a week. Um, so I would always leave. I uh, couldn't leave appointments early because I had to make sure I was at class because I had people waiting for me. I had a responsibility to be there. Yeah. So I gave those over to some black belts, some of my students, and um, and then basically just went to this into real estate. Um, and uh, and I think the other big thing uh, after deciding to go pro and actually do it and do it properly um, was I became a, a local. Um, I really, you know, I'm the PNC president. I think this will be my uh, lecture at the uh, AGM next month. Um, I'll be, this will be the fifth year. Um, I'm elected as the PNC president uh, in a row um, at the Gower State School. Um, so my your, kids your go children to go there. to that school? They do. Both my boys go to school there, yep. Okay, so you're known to by parents and teachers. That's a good circle of influence. Um, what else yeah. are you doing? You're dropping letters? Are you doing cold calls? Yeah. Or social media or... So social media, I think, is is um, is my biggest one. Um, you know, I'm I'm not the kind of person that's going to knock on someone's door. Yep. Um, each their own. If you if you've got the if you've got the stamina to go out door knocking and young guys, if you've got nothing else, you got to try something, right? But um, it was never. It's just not me. It was never something that I was going to to do. Um, I'm the kind of guy that would slam the door and get in the mic. So, um, you know, I was. It just for me, it wasn't for me. Um, so I had to had to build it another way. So just getting out there and getting people to know my face is the key. Um, the uh, first property I got in my call was another agent. Um, she was actually the number one agent for about twenty years. Um, wow. I um, I took that off her first weekend. I opened it three times. So I basically just sat there. Um, I think I did three one hour long open homes, um, and uh, I the, the week before the open homes, um, I dropped out a thousand open home invites to just the entire suburb, basically. Obviously not the entire suburb, but a large proportion of it. Um, I just wanted the people to go to see who's this guy and then hopefully drive past and see me standing there or, or even potentially come and say hello. Twofold, um, and proce- I actually sold two- that twofold process, of course. You're not only attracting buyers by doing... What you're doing is you're appearing to the public as not beige, a lot of real estate agents, we do exactly the same stuff. So one open on a weekend, maybe one midweek. You went out all guns blazing. You gave up the teaching of Taekwondo. You decided to go pro. You got your first good listing in the area off the major agent, the major competing agent. You opened it three times in the one weekend to meet not only buyers but, of course, neighbours and potential sellers, right? Absolutely. And that was obviously what I was looking for. I mean, I wanted to sell the thing, of course, because I wanted to earn some money, but... Um trying to trying to meet and I met uh, a lot I met a lot of people from that because within I'd sold it that first day um, to somebody who actually happened to live around the corner and never even knew it was on the market um, and then uh, obviously got that sold sticker up and then I, I leveraged the hell out of that from there and when you say leverage is that just sold like letterbox drops deal cards so, social media so back then it wasn't social media um, we still were only sort of just getting into the customers at then um, this, you know, we're, we're talking about five years ago now, so it was it was more really along the lines of um, uh, just solds. We used to do a lot of um, just solds that, again, uh, Tristan's very good at marketing, so it was a template that I obviously just ripped off of him, um, and it worked really well. It was um, so with, the, the, with going along with the open home invites that we'd put out, um, the which I I still use open home invites for every single property that I list. Do you do them on DL, um, professionally printed, or do you do them yourself? So we do them on card in the office. Yep. So they're basically professionally printed, um, but obviously not going to a printer. Um, 
but that has become one of the big cornerstones. I, you know, obviously my co-agent Matt doesn't like it because he gets out there and drops them for me. Yeah. But um, you know, we launched three this week, so that's nine hundred open home invites um, that he's um, he's put out. Um, we do three hundred for each property, Brilliant. but in my core area, that's nine hundred households that have been uh, some. In some cases, they might even overlapped and got two of the, the two of the DLs from the two different ones. Yep. Um, so they're just seeing this consistency. Oh, he's listing something. He's listing something else. Oh, he's got another open home. Um, That's the word. And then, consistency is the word. So you're very big on property-centric marketing. So just listed, 300 per property. You do invitation to inspect, so I, I assume about the same number? Correct, yep. Yeah, and then when it's sold, you do the same thing, just sold, 300? Just sold. Um, so we actually do more. So we do, um, we do like 100... Uh, just sold letters, which go out straight away, and they're just um, printed in house, and we just drop those basically like your three three sixing, you know, straight around the house, yep. um, nearby streets, just to beat any agent that wants to claim my result. Um, and then I get two thousand DLs um, printed, um, and then they go out through basically my entire suburb. So I'm going to stop um, you there again. On every single listing that John Bradley from Stone Aspley gets, there's twenty seven hundred pieces of paper or DL cards that go out which are a combination of just listed, invitation to inspect, and uh, and then 2,100 just sold. So you're marketing not only the property, but you're, you'll face your brand and you'll be, be being very consistent in the area. Is that correct? About 2,700 pieces of paper yeah. per property. Consistently, consistently. And it's that, that overlap, that consistency, that um, that layering. And Tristan refers to layering of marketing. Sure um, is. Which, which I really like, um, that, that term. You're, 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 you know, um, I just listed one yesterday and the people um, pulled out of a drawer um, about 12 different bits of marketing that I dropped them over the last sort of three or four years. Wow. Um, they just sort of stuck them in the top drawer in the kitchen um, because they thought, well, if we ever sell, we're going to talk. And they did, and we got talking as we were signing the paperwork, uh, and they said, oh, we've actually got some of your stuff. I said, I'd love to see it, and they pulled it all out. So, Isn't that um, fantastic? It works. It does work. And, and can I just ask you how many listings on average – I, does Team Bradley carry at any one time? Uh, well, at the moment, they're all under contract, other than the, 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 the few I launched this week. At the moment, we've got um, about 17. Um, but, uh, 17? The exception. 17? Yes, 17. So, so uh, let me just make that easy for everybody who's listening. Um, if you had 10 listings and there were 2,700 bits of paper going out for every listing, there's all of a sudden, all of a sudden, twenty-seven thousand, or if you had twenty listings, fifty-four thousand pieces of paper going out consistently. Let's say per month, right? You're carrying seventeen listings a month, odd. Yeah, right. Yep. So, so when you extrapolate that out, fifty-four thousand pieces of marketing going out into your two core suburbs or around those listings is incredible consistency and discipline. And you're telling us that you never miss a property with just listed invitation to inspect, or just sold? So ne- never miss with the, um, uh, sometimes miss with the DLs because we get a little overwhelmed or a little uh, uh, under the pump, yeah. but never miss with the uh, open home invites or the just sold. They're, they're super important. Um, but occasionally the DLs after with the, the DLs just sold uh, sometimes get missed and we skip a property here and there. Um, but uh, we've just employed um, uh, four casual droppers um, and their sole job is literally just to drop when they can. So they come into the office and they'll pick two or set or 4,000 drops in a map um, and they have a week in their own time to get those out. Um, and that's 
that's now that's going to help me go to the next level again. There's no question success leaves clues. And if the podcast stopped right here, that would be the takeaway. Be consistent, whether it's, you know, 300 just listed invitational inspections just sold or ramp it up, double the number. Just do that and you'll build consistency and momentum in your marketplace. Now, you, you've got one CSM only, is that right? It's just you and one person operating in your business? Yeah, just uh, Matt. I mean, I've, we've obviously got an incredible office and admin and support and um, that, that, that help us all. Um, I couldn't do anything without them. Um, but, um, yeah, just, just me and Matt, yeah. That's brilliant. I mean, and how many sales are you doing a year? What's 1.25 uh, million to, equate to? Did about 56 last year. Okay. Um, so the goal is to try, I think uh, the plan is to try and do uh, sort of around 80 um, um, if I want to have any chance of beating you Sydney siders down there. So. <laughs> well, mate, you will. You just got agent of the year again, third year running last night. So congratulations. Um, Thanks, mate. In your local marketplace. I think that's an outstanding result. The, the other thing is... Uh, you're doing more than one sale a week, which is incredible. You're going to 80 this year, and you've only got one assistant. So can I just ask you again, for people who are listening, what sort of money do you personally invest back into the marketing of John Bradley per annum? That would include... Well, I don't know if anyone actually wants to really hear that because it's a bit of a scary number when you look at it, mate. You know, it's, um, I think we spent... Uh, uh, and I'd have to talk to my accountant to be honest with you, but um, I think I, it was about just over two hundred thousand in um, print marketing last year. Um, um, so it's not a small sum, but you know you, you've got to you've got to do something. It's incredible. Well, clearly the proof is in the pudding, John. Right? I mean, you've grown your business twenty five percent year on year. Uh, two hundred thousand dollar investment. Do you get any of that back from vendors? Is any of it vendor paid? None of that is vendor paid, no. Um, so vendor paid for me and the focus we've really put on it, obviously it, it gives us the benefit, but um, the, the, the benefit for the vendor is, is, is even better, is the, is the social media. So every single property we list, every single one, has some sort of social media component to it. Um, and my average, I try to get around the $400 mark for every single property. Yep. Um, $400 for that property to be marketed through um, on Facebook um, and Instagram, obviously, um, through a geo-targeted marketing campaign that um, Tristan sort of designed. Um, and, you know, it's just the layering. So I think I've got, uh, I think I had three uh, of them launched this week, um, all around that sort of $400 mark, layering on top of layering. And then anybody who has been targeted with those ads in the past gets targeted with them again. Yep. Um, if they haven't bought um, and if they're sellers and they're living in that geographical location then they're constantly seeing those come up in their, uh, on their Facebook as well so again it's just that layering and la- layering of layering Yeah Tristan is very good and he's, he, he's very on to the marketing and I think it really bears fruit as your, your, your testament to that of course so uh, you've got the social campaigns going out for every listing are you doing any personal marketing on social whether it's Facebook, Instagram anything else? Yeah LinkedIn um, uh, you know, it's just part and parcel with what we do, right? And again, the the more the more you look for more to grow your business, to you know, you go from twenty to thirty to forty to fifty sales a year. You've got to you've got to continue to reach into your bag of tricks to find where those are going to come from. I guess I pay a company to uh, do um, AdWords, Google AdWords, um, so to so that if you search. Uh, McDowell Real Estate or McDowell Real Estate Agent or Real Estate Agent McDowell or um, same for Bridgman Downs. You said Bridgman Downs Real Estate or Bridgman Downs Real Estate Agent or Real Estate Agent Bridgman Downs. Um, I come up in the top three results consistently. Um, so making sure that 
those people that are on Google, if they don't have any interaction with agents or they haven't spoken to anyone and they're just, you know, doing what people do and Googling it, um, that uh, I'm at least there and hopefully then become part of the conversation. Um, we, um, I do... Uh, I do some advertisements through Rate My Agent as well every month, um, uh, getting out there that I am the most recommended agent in the area um, and getting some of those testimonials out there. Uh, and then I also invest personally probably every second property um, into some Facebook sold leverage as well. Um, and that's anywhere from 100 bucks to 500 um, 600 depending on how good the result was uh, and how long I want it to run on Facebook and how many I've got running at the time. Well, look, you don't need to be a genius to do the maths. If, you, if you're going to do one and a quarter million and you invest 200000 primarily into print media every year, that, that is your contribution, not vendor contribution, um, you know, which includes a little bit of social, of course, and then you take out the salary for your CSM, Nick, uh, you, you are still, your net profit after tax uh, is going to be a very, very healthy sum. Can I just ask you no, one, I- one last thing, if I may? You've been in the business for a while. You're growing your business exponentially year on year. What would you recommend for agents who have been, who are just starting or maybe have been in for a year or two? What would they do? What would John Bradley advise that those people do to build momentum like you've done? So I think you've, you've got to make that, that – this is not an easy industry that we do. And coming from someone who's been doing it a long time but did it for a long, a long time on the bare minimum um, and, and just, just scrape through, um, you know, you very rarely do you see too many agents that, that were in the GFC and saw all of that and saw everything else, but we're still not a top of the game. We just sort of just scrap. Um, my advice, if you're a young guy and just getting started, or you're an old guy and just getting started, um, is to really go hard that first 12, 18, 24 months. You need to, you need to give it everything. You need to basically not sleep. You need to, um, you know, if you can, live with your parents or if you can, your wife can support you or if uh, your husband can support you or whatever it is um, and get in there and do it and go hard, the, the, the benefits will come. You know, once I started actually knuckling down and realising I had to do a few things um, and not just sitting back and waiting for stuff to come to me, um, the, it, it, it started to come together. It's very interesting you say that. So you made a decision to go pro. Prior to making yeah. that decision to go pro, you, you you didn't flounder, but I mean, you did 180, 200, thereabouts for a number of years. When you made the decision, then you started to get that growth, 25% year on year on year. You're investing back into your business. You never miss with the property-centric marketing. Uh, you, you're heavy in social, and you're also involved with the community. Not only do you live there, but you're on the PNC five years in a row as the president at your, your kid's school. Um, I think that's outstanding. I think the best, really, John Bradley, is still in front of you, buddy. Whether you believe that or not, you are building and you're creating a, a, a really great um, brand reputation for yourself and for Stone in the part of Brisbane in which you work. I really want to say thank you very much on behalf of everyone listening for your time and for uh, for sharing your wisdom today. No, appreciate it, mate. <laughs> Hopefully there's something that someone can use. It's very, very helpful, mate. You have a great day and a great weekend uh, and we'll sign off. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on the Stone Real Estate Industry Podcast. To learn more about us, be sure to visit us at stonerealestate.com.au. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcast player, so you don't miss out on any future conversations with industry peers. While you're at it, if you found value in the podcast and the conversations on today's show, we'd appreciate our ratings on iTunes 
or simply make sure you tell a friend about the conversation we had. Be sure to join us on our next episode with more information to inform and inspire you. Bye for now.